can. I can totally surprise, read it this surprise. time. Surprise, surprise. Nice. All right, let's read that out. What's up, Matthew? What's up? Dude, on location, finally. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a while. It's it's pretty nice. Pretty nice to do this uh, physically with my boy Paul here. Um, yeah, I like doing it physically with you, too. <laughs> <laughs> In more ways than one. Salute. Salute. And uh, you, you beefed up some... Uh, Unique concoction. I, I kind of like it. I mean, you'll be surprised uh, what this tastes like. Um, What's it taste like? Okay, if I if I were to describe it, uh, it's it's kind of more like it's almost like those seltzers you get, you know, pre canned, but way better. Okay. Um, I definitely feel the uh, the the light factor in this. How this would actually be good, um, healthier. So, I guess. so yeah, healthier. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it tastes healthier. Um, trying to lose a couple lbs, so I'm trying to stay away from like nighttime carbs. Okay. I'll have some carbs like during the day, but trying to keep it like low cal, minimal carbs. And so, if I'm gonna have carbs, I'll have them in the day, so I can like still walk them off and shit like that. You know. And then at night, I like to have like a no carb dinner just because, you know, I'm on my ass sleeping, whatever. Okay. So, um, around like, uh, Perla's family, around Tony's wife's family, um, they all drink something called a Paloma. Are you familiar? I've heard the term, but I've, I don't know if I've ever had one. Basically, a Paloma is tequila and grapefruit fill-in-the-blank. Um, okay. Mexicans, I've always had it with Mexicans, and they have squirt because that's a grapefruit soda. Uh, <laughs> I was with uh, some some white people who are having it with grapefruit juice. I was going to say, like, pomegranate? Or, uh, I don't no, know. No, it's still grapefruit, but, like, they had juice, not soda. Okay. But what I mean, it's just the same principle. Say that again? It, shut up. <laughs> this is not my first drink. Sorry. No, I was just kidding. Um, so, yeah, it's just squirt and tequila and maybe a little bit of, like, salt. Mm. Um, I like to, at home, I'll put, like, uh, rock salt around the rim and, you know, do it all fancy and shit. But, like, Ooh. on the road today, so you get what you get. Yeah, but, yeah. So um, tequila has no carbs. And I got, I found, um, like squirt zero, like sugar-free squirt. So no carbs in that either. So it makes for a good carb, no carb, low calorie drink and it's tequila. So if you pour enough of it, um, she'll fuck you up. It's got you feeling real nice. Definitely put some hair on my chest. (laughs) Yeah, like no, you need it, more of that, <laughs> right? No, um, it it, it kind of warms the soul a bit. I, 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 I do. I, I was wondering about it before, but now that I'm trying it, it's not too bad. Yeah, yeah, I like it better with um when like the the soda and the tequila is cold, because you don't have to add so much ice, because then it waters it down. 
as opposed to like what I brought today. Both the tequila and the soda were sitting in my car all fucking day. So it was hot as shit. And so super warm. So as soon as I poured soda into my glass, like you could see it melt all the fucking ice because it was so warm. But whatever. It's doing its job. The tequila's still in there. So all good, man. Definitely. So here we are. Yet another episode of Mutant City Horror. Um, I, I, we, we had a plan. We had a, we had a film in mind. Um, we kind of pushed it back, uh, for our own reasons, of course. Um, and so we just kind of decided to kind of like blindly bookmark something that was on, on Shutter, and uh, that's what we're. We're doing here today. Tonight, the monsters are not running amok because we are now in the outback, the deep, deep south, or the deep whatever of... of, I don't think uh, it's south. I don't even know what the fuck it is. Is there a north and south when it comes to the outback? I I mean, I I don't know. I'm sure there's like a northern outback, but like, (laughs) as it's like geographical location on the globe, like... It's not south of where we are. No, it's not. I totally fucked that one up. But today we're in the outback. And today there are warning signs in the wilderness that read boar. Okay, cabin fever is officially set in. I suggest the next time we come to, we pull over and get some grub. Good idea. Sounds great. back from Bob's place in me truck and I saw something in the paddock about three or four hundred meters off and I hit the spotty on it. It was a boar. Which is now a 2007 film, right? Is Did it 07? I, I don't know. 07. I have like none of my notes in front of me. 
Hold Actually, up. should have taken uh, some. I thought, of this I one. thought it was. Uh, no, I thought it was newer than 07. Um, but but I will say, um, of all the movies that we've done so far, this is probably like the most modern slash current, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it's pretty up to date. Oh, you know what? It would be past 07 because I think it's a Shutter exclusive, if I'm not mistaken. 2017. 17. You're okay. only off by 10 years. Only 10 years. Come on, guys, give it to me. <laughs> Your kid would have gone from elementary school to junior high on this one. <laughs> oh, um, where to start, man? Like, not um, low budget compared to like the shit that we have seen. I call it more indie than low budget. I mean, the movie had a uh, the movie had a budget of like three point four mil, which I guess if you count that in two thousand seventeen, money that's maybe a little bit low for like your standard movie. Yeah, I mean, I think I've said this before. I think anything that ranges within one to five million, especially nowadays, still can be like on that bracket of of low budget horror. Uh, I know, I know, you saw the distribution card at the beginning, right? And you're you're probably like, oh, big title, big, you know, universal, universal, right? yeah. Um, but we sometimes forget that uh, even the the world's most dominant uh, uh, Hollywood factions like actually have, you know, small time movies they put out there as well. And I think this is kind of falls into that category. I also would consider this. To fall under a, a, a categorical time of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Fart. No. <laughs> That's not the word. <laughs> a bit on the conservative side. I, I, I'll explain that in, in a way. It's like, um, uh, it's usually in these films, like nowadays, uh, you, you kind of get that... That that factor of what what comes along with like slasher and slasher monster movies and stuff like that, um, but uh, in this case, uh, we're more teased with nudity and sexuality rather than engaged into. Um, uh, th- there was like one scene, maybe two. But... Exactly, and in that scene, there was like zero nudity, right? But mm-hmm. it was more just like an underwear commercial. I just I I always found it interesting. Uh, not that I have anything against that at all. I I find it interesting. It just kind of falls in that category where sometimes we don't have to show too much. I don't know. It just falls at that time. I guess I don't know. It's a it's a it's a different kind of movie. I'd say. Well, yeah, yeah, for sure. So give give us a quick synopsis on what this movie is. Uh, traveling family. Well, I don't know how far they're traveling because, um, one of them's American, uh, uh, a father, um, uh, actually played by the role of, uh, uh, of, uh, Bill Mosley. And everyone here probably knows who that is. Uh, American guy and his Australian family go trudging along into the outback. Uh, they go to meet up with, uh. Uh, the wife's brother, I forgot the wife's name, and um, amongst all that, there happens to be something going on in the town, just like every other mutant city horror factor, 
there's some something running around destroying and causing chaos amongst the locals. Uh, a wild animal of sorts. And uh, that's the movie we're exploring here today. <laughs> it's a big-ass fucking boar, dude. <laughs> yes, it is. So the movie opens um, with some couple just fucking driving, and like it quickly dawned on me that I forgot that they drive on the other side of the street in Australia and the steering wheel is on the other side of the car. Did you like lightly shout it? You're like, Hey, wait, you're on the wrong side of the road. Dude. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Instantly. I thought of, uh, the Simpsons where Bart had made that long distance phone call to Australia to see if the toilet flushes the other way. And the kid was like, yeah, hold on. And he like left for like a day or whatever. So I was like, I wonder if they do flush, if it does flush the other way. You know, actually, that's it's a very uh, valid point. Now, I, I don't know, like the science is behind that, but um, I'll go I'll go this far that I knew I I knew a guy. Uh, I think you remember all those years I worked at at camp, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I was an instructor at uh, an outdoor science school, and I I met a lot of people from around the world. Um, fucking some of the smartest people I've ever known. Uh, there's this one guy who he reminded me of Indiana Jones. If anything, he he actually his Jones. yeah his, his field of expertise was uh, snakes was well no that was Indiana <laughs> Jones either and that's why he didn't like him he was very far from uh, this guy uh, studied ancient uh, tools and civilizations and stuff like that so it was very similar um, and uh, so. Uh, God damn it. It had something to do with what he told me. Fuck. I, I forgot where I was starting that off with. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. There you go. There you go. Water going the other. Okay. So this guy would, would tell me at one point, and uh, this is a white guy. His name, uh, well, I, I won't shout out his name here, but uh, he was a white guy who spoke the most fluent Spanish I've ever seen in my life. Like more perfect than I've seen people of Spanish speak speaking language can speak. Like he hit every, every curve, every vowel, uh, every, uh, vowel. I don't know, whatever. Was it Colin? No, it wasn't Colin, but Colin knew, knew this guy. Okay. Um, this guy, yeah, yeah, he, so he, he did a, I guess he did some kind of class in South America, I believe it was Ecuador, right? Yep. Okay. So he was in Ecuador and he conducted an experiment for these kids that were uh, some science experiment where they were at what they would consider the equator line of the earth. And they would pour water into a cup on one side of it and pour water into a cup on the other side. And he said the water was spinning in opposite directions. Ah, the legends are true. So, I mean, I don't know if it, you know, it is absolute or if that's just some kind of like, uh, you know, like old wives tale of any kind and stuff like that. But there is some science apparently that backs that up. Yeah, I would imagine. So what if it does? No, I'm pretty sure it does. <laughs> Wait, like, like when you flush the toilet, it just kind of like, you know, goes reverse. Like we see it going, you know, clockwise. Yeah. They see it going clockwise. Yeah. Unless, like in The Simpsons, they have a mechanism for us Americans so that when we flush the toilet, it makes it go our way. 
<laughs> right? And we feel more we, at home. Just like everything else, we made everything our own direction. Because we're entitled <laughs> Americans. Our, who... our own measurement system. <laughs> our own side of the car that we drive. God, there's probably like a thousand other things, right, that we tried <laughs> to do different than every other person in the world. Yeah, true that. God bless America, I guess. <laughs> so, we see this couple, they're driving along, and something crosses, it's like nighttime, and something crosses the car, and they're trying to figure out what it was, and... The dude was like, oh, it was like a little bunny rabbit or whatever. And the chick's like, fuck that. It wasn't a rabbit. Like, how are you going to be scared of a rabbit? And he's like, yeah, I don't know. It was a rabbit. And then we don't really see it. But, like, the car just gets, like, mashed up. Some some big fucking thing just, like, crushes the car and then fade to black. And that's kind of where, like, it's kind of like a light introduction to what we can expect from this movie. What was that? Hanks. Lots of pegs. Oh, look, here's another one. Still trotting along. What are they doing? I don't know. Maybe something startled them. Yeah, babe, like what? Maybe there's a hunter out there. What the fuck was that? Okay, right, let's get out of here. <laughs> Yeah, a, a cool little intro, and w- which kind of begs to differ. And this was a conversation piece we were having before this this podcast. Uh, shout out to my my boy's brother here, but we, I guess that they were trying to watch it. <laughs> and nobody has been on this podcast before. Let's just say that. But he had to say something about the movie. What was it that he said, Paul? So we're sitting there watching it in my house last weekend. <laughs> And, like, he sees that scene, and so he's like, okay, whatever. But then it cuts into, like, the actual, like, you know, the movie. And it's, and to his credit, like, there are a lot of scenes in this movie that I feel are drawn out. Like, there's, like, maybe, like, I don't know, 20% too much dialogue in a lot of the scenes. Um, But I chop it up to, you know, just kind of a difference in filmmaking. It didn't feel the the excessiveness of those scenes didn't feel like filler like i felt like i understood why it was there but maybe you could have done it without as much if that makes sense yeah no it it absolutely does and i i totally totally agree in a lot of ways but what was it so 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 that being said (laughs) so we're sitting there watching it and my brother gets up and he starts like walking around and like dude i don't know about you but like if i'm gonna sit down and watch a movie i'm gonna sit down and watch a movie i can't sit and watch something that i want to pay attention to and like be on my phone and like walking around doing other shit because then I'm just not watching it and I'm not into it. So like I'm just not going to watch it. And that's kind of like what he was doing. He was like he went to the garage and he was playing with the dog and he was on his phone. I was, And he turns to me and he goes, what's this movie called? Bore? Is it short for boring? Because it's fucking boring. <laughs> I was like two things. Number one, that was a good joke. <laughs> that was clever. I like I'm it. Clever. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I won't give him that much. But number two, sure. like you're not even sitting here watching it. And he's like, Yeah. 
because it's boring. I was like, ah, whatever. So I got like 20 minutes into the movie and then I just turned it off because, you know, him and my dad were at my house. So like, I didn't want to like, you know, just like sit in the zone. Yeah, Everybody yeah. shut up. Let me pay attention to this when like I got guests at the house. So I was just like, ah, fuck it, whatever. So I didn't watch it until today, actually. Uh, and I, you know, just finished it a couple of minutes ago. But um, it was good. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. I mean, I didn't dislike it. I put it that way. Like, um, I think what was good about it was that here, here's the one thing that stood out to me that I really enjoyed about the movie. There was no backstory to the to the boar. There was no folklore. There was no local legend. Like it was just this big fucking killing machine out in the wild. And like that's all the movie was. Was just like no plot really, no like drama. It was just like people go out to the woods and they get eaten up by this fucking boar. And that's all it was for an hour and a half. Was just like uh, you know, these really gruesome fucking kill scenes. You know, the boar eating people, ripping people's heads off, like, you know, shoving its tusks through people's throats and shit. And you're like, dude, the gore factor was pretty good. Um, the the effects were dope. And yeah, it was great. And the in-between where, like, you have dialogue and, like, you know, story and shit like that. Again, the, I think those are the scenes that are a little bit dragged out. But overall, like, if said brother would have just fucking stuck it out you would have found that it's just like you know conversational gaps between these really awesome fucking uh kill scenes yeah my 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 point exactly it, it's just funny because that's why i wanted to bring it up at the beginning because um for him to even say that and the beginning sequence already had some kills you already know the movie was at a good pace. I yeah. don't I don't I I personally don't find that to be a boring movie if you're going from the get-go. But then again, we have been duped before. I mean, Do hashtag that. Hanukkah. Um <laughs> Hey, you know what's funny? I thought about Hanukkah with this movie because the budget for the movie is 3.4 million. Right. And it's got Bill Mosley in it. So, yes, like Hanukkah, where I think that most of the budget for that movie went to your um, cameo actors like Sid Haig and Dick Miller. I was wondering if like most of the budget for this went to, you know, getting Bill Mosley uh, in there. But then again, Bill Mosley is in a ton of shit. And like of the shit that he's in, I don't think that like, you know, a lot of these movies have like the money to. Like, they're not balling out of control to pay Bill Mosley to be in their movie. Not to talk anything about Bill Mosley. I love Bill Mosley so much so that, like, I didn't want to anger him when I met him at uh, CreepyCon because I was hoping he'd just, well, like, do an interview with he, me and he wouldn't do it. But, like, I was like, all right, cool. No no worries. You know? Like, and I think I'd made a mention uh, in that uh, podcast afterwards where, like, I already had Doug Bradley all mad at me. So I, I didn't need like another horror icon man. He's, he's just knocking him down. So I just didn't. I didn't push yeah, I know, right? No, actually, you know, it, it's probably it probably goes along with this. It's something that I was even gonna bring up. Uh, Bill Mosley uh, being not very an 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 aspiring or uh, not aspiring, but an achieved uh actor as far as the level of like oscars stuff like that remember yeah you know when you have a love for movies it's not always about uh what's big in hollywood and stuff sometimes you have uh, your own version of movies that you 
thoroughly enjoy and not that they need to be deserved any kind of awards because you're awarded here i'm gonna get cheesy on this one you're awarded in your heart oh oh paul <laughs> give me my lighter it's right there I, right I where it's, it's right right by the foot i, I was oh, trying on. to sneak out over there uh ah. Uh. Oh, you can tell we're getting old. You see that? The guy just stands up. And I swear to God, I feel that every fucking time. Thank you so much. Um, Yeah, Bill Mosley, I, I, uh, I, I'd say that he kind of falls on the category of a highly demanded, berated people. Yeah. Um, it, so, okay, so, so let me elaborate on that a little bit. Because I mentioned to you... Um, that it's been a, a little bit of a Bill Mosley week for me. Yes, sir. Okay, so he's in this movie, right? There's also this other podcast that I met on Instagram called Midnight Terrors Podcast. Shout out to Midnight Terrors Podcast. They, I just listened to their uh, most recent episode, which is a they're they're I don't know if um you should check them out, but they kind of remind me of us. We're like, they're just two dudes, at least in this episode, two dudes that just chill and hang out and talk shit about horror movies. Hey, I'd love to meet him. Um, I was, um, that might be a thing. Um, I think, uh, when I started talking with them, uh, what was dude's name, man? He's gonna be so pissed that I forgot his name. Fuck you, Paul, for for not remembering. God, Kevin, 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 Kevin. Oh, jeez, it's got to be one of the easiest names to remember. <laughs> His last name Smith. No, <laughs> no, no, no. That'd be dope, but no, no. And uh, oh, no, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, Kevin Smith. Uh, <laughs> so we were talking a little bit um, on Instagram, and they do movie reviews similar to us, but more modern. So, like, they just did House of a Thousand Corpses. Okay, and then um, they're right now. They are watching um, the New Evil Dead, and that that's their episode that they're going to record on Sunday and push out. So, like again, they do more modern stuff. I think the one before that was the Faculty, um, so on and so forth. But okay, so Bill Mosley is in House of a Thousand Corpses. They were talking about that for a minute. Um, he's in this movie, um, and then he was in. I I saw that he was in this. Um, so. Um, spoiler alert, next week we have a sit-down interview with a movie director uh, who has a movie on Paramount Plus called uh, Big Top Evil. And Bill Mosley's in that movie. Oh. So in preparation of that interview, right, I've been doing some homework and taking some notes and Bill Mosley's in it and listening to House of a Thousand Corpses this week. Um, and then watching this movie is just like, yeah, there's a lot of Bill Mosley to go around. Thank you, Bill Mosley, for sharing yourself so often. <laughs> and and I'll be honest, you've been in a bunch of iconic, iconic films, uh, House of a Thousand Corpses being one of those. Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, Chop Top. Oh, fuck. Yeah. That's his handle on Instagram, Chop Top um, Mosley. He also made an appearance as as Barbara's brother on Night of the Living Dead. Uh, the remake uh, by Tom go. Savini from 1991, I believe it was. Um, and this opened me up to another possible, you know, uh, uh, possible series of film, 
establishments or things that we can do uh, with this podcast. Cast. I, I was thinking uh, maybe doing like a versus kind of thing. Now, the the but I I um the reason why I, I thought of this because I I do believe you remember a movie back in the day that we watched. Uh, it was a movie about uh, uh, uh about a radio station during kind of a zombie apocalypse. It was called Pontypool. Oh, dude, I fucking love Pontypool. Okay, I so, showed it to Perla, and she loved it. She liked it too. Uh, I wouldn't say she loved it, but she she enjoyed it. So this is where the the verses come into place because uh, uh, um, Bill Mosley actually did a movie around the same time that was the exact same premise. Oh, really? Yeah, he oh, was called? a radio personality uh, during a zombie apocalypse here in L.A. Uh, I don't was Canadian, right? Yes, it was. It was. It's in a place called Pontypool. In yeah, that's Canada. right. That's right. A very small, uh, a very small Canadian um, establishment. But uh, I, I can't remember the name of it. But I do remember. I, I want to say it was like Dead Air or something like that. Mm. Uh, so I, I remember watching both at around the same time, and I'm thinking like, I don't know which one fucking. That's came two first. on the nose. You know what I mean? Because. Pontypool, the yeah, for people who've seen Pontypool, when you hear about a movie called Dead Air, it's like yeah, kind of like right on the nose. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, well celebrated actor, uh, and uh, glad to have seen him on this movie. And it also, I mean, ha- has some fresh faces. But uh, what I would say, consider what I would consider pretty good actors, right? I mean. I, I don't even know if half the people in this movie were acting. Like, I feel like they were just, they're normal Australians. <laughs> well, one was a wrestler, or is a wrestler, and he was wrestling, so. Shout know. out to you, Dano. I remember I brought you brought this up to you in a text today, because I was Dano. just, I was I was very, dude, He's he loves his fucking wrestling. And he I had no idea that there was a wrestler in this movie, a man by the name of Nathan Jones. Yeah. Who is a fucking monster, dude. He is a monster. He's like six foot something. Six eleven. Six fucking eleven. He's Might as six, well be seven feet. God man. damn it. Jesus Christ. And the guy, the guy's fucking hands. Did you see the part where he put his hands on Bill Mosley's shoulders and you're like, dude, he nah. just, oh my God, he made him look like a kid in comparison. <laughs> well, have you ever seen the picture or a video of like Shaq holding a water bottle? I bet it looks hold, funny. Hold as on, much. I'm going to show you real quick because that shit is crazy. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Nathan Jones, apparently uh, uh, a wrestler, did not know. Uh, I just remember seeing him when they showed his appearance for the first time. I was just like, Jesus Christ. Okay, now remember, this is a regular water bottle that you and I would drink out of. And look how Shaq is holding that shit. Okay, he's holding it like it's one of those little mini bottles, <laughs> like the little half size bottles and shit that you get for like kids and shit like that. For like, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it's like a baby bottle. <laughs> it's the smallest <laughs> fucking thing. Shaq needs his own In his monster's hands. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. God Look at him holding this regular sized donut. Jesus, that's a regular sized donut. He's holding <laughs> it like it's a fucking ping pong ball. Good God, <laughs> this motherfucker. 
Ah, uh, uh, what to say? Okay. Anyways, anyways, back on track. Yeah, let's get back. So, so the movie pans open. Um, we're getting introduced to the town, some of the locals. Um, there's a bartender who owns the pub. Her name is, uh, fuck, what was her name? Something with an S. I remember because they kept saying her name and I was trying to like do the Australian accent to like match the way that they were saying it. Sasha. Her name was Sasha. Sasha. (laughs) I figured, okay. So I was telling you earlier, I was trying to replicate the Australian accent because it's, I love it. It's dope. And to me, it sounds like they have, like they put an E in front of their A's and then with their O's is like, is a little weird too. But like, um, when they say, instead of saying Sasha, they were saying Sasha. So the, the, to me, it sounded like there was like a, like an E in front of the A sound, Sasha. It's kind of funny when you think about it and stuff. And you talk to one of these guys and it's like, dude, I, man, your your accent's heavy. And they're like, what accent? Yeah. You guys are the ones with the accent. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, guys 100%. sound funny as fuck. <laughs> yeah. When I was in London, it was like that. I was like, oh, I love your accent. They're like, no, you're the one with the accent. I was like, ah. Oh. Damn Americans. Lawyered. <laughs> so we meet Sasha and we meet her dad. Um Ken. what was his name? Ken. Yeah. And your, your uh, typical, your typical like ruffian outback kind of guy and stuff. You know, he's got the he's got the wild beard. He's got the he's got the, the hat that looks like it's been in a rhino's asshole like ten times and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's hanging out with his homie Blue, and they're talking about. I like both them, by the way. They're talking about um, how like um, there's been reports of like fences going down and shit. Something out in the in the bush, in the uh, bush, knocking down fences. But they they you know not really like serious conversation. And then they're talking about like going camping and shit. And so um, they're also watching like the gas station across the street where Bill Mosley who is an American in the movie is married to an Australian woman in the movie. And he's traveling with her son and her daughter. Who's the, the daughter is the older and her boyfriend. Who's like, I think his name was Robert, Robert, but that dude was a fucking dick, dude. Tell and me about he it. He pulls a dick move uh, later on Bill Mosley. But oh, no, there. he starts off right off the bat. For one thing. Okay. They're in this car ride. Mom and dad are in the front seat, mom and stepdad. And they're 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 talking about this and that, and homeboy's talking about like oh a time that she uh she did something uh, about how her daughter did something with her tongue that one day in in the, in his car or something. Come on, let your parents have some fun. Let the fun to ourselves. Remember when you did that thing when I was driving to Sydney? Um, you'd better not be doing that. It's called a blowjob, Mum. I don't care what it's called. You don't do that while you're driving. It's dangerous. I was actually talking about this other thing that she does. It kind of tickles. And she does it with her tongue. She does. That's such an asshole. <laughs> Takes one to know one. Oh, fucking dick. I wasn't talking about blowjob. Shit. Oh, guys, oh, stop so it. Mm-hmm. Okay, cabin fever is officially set in. And, and I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, God, bold move, right? Well, first, yeah, because for a second I was like, dude, like, is he trying to fuck in the car? And, like, who are these people to them? 
Because well, if, if, if they're her parents, like, I guess it's just, like, different in Australia. We're like, must be. Nobody gives a shit, I guess. Well, see, that was my, my initial thought was, well, maybe I got this wrong. Maybe it's his mom and dad. And you know you would you would clearly see why it's easier for They're him. They're like to get encouraging away. him, like yeah, 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 son, get it. But it's it's not. No, He's it's, it's literally hers. making. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's her, it's her mom and her stepdad, which is Bill Mosley. And they talk, they 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 make a make a joke or a reference about about getting head while driving and shit. And the mom's all like, "That is unsafe." <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like mom's guy got, got a little bit of experience herself. Yeah, ask me. <laughs> so the family's like gearing up at this gas station, and there's this funny part where like there's this um there's this like older black guy sitting outside of the gas station. Oh yeah. And he's asking Robert, he's like, Hey, you got a smoke? And uh or he asked the the, the girl for us. Yes, like, the she, girl, yeah. And she's like, nah, I don't She'll smoke. Like a smoker. And he's like, and then he asked uh, Robert, he's like, Hey, you gotta you gotta smoke? And he's like, I don't know cigarettes, I don't vape, nothing, dude. Yeah, he's all like, What about a vape? Like you guys vape nowadays and stuff. He's all like, Yeah, no vape here. And and so so Robert, you know, trying to be all badass in front of his chick, hands this dude like fifty because he you know, he looks like of the homeless type, you know, like a transient. Mm-hmm. You know, scraggly, dirty shirt, just like looking all bummed out. So Robert, you know, trying to play a big dick, was like, "Here, dude, here's some cash. That should that should get you some smokes." And mm-hmm. he hands him like a fifty dollar bill or whatever. Well, I, I, I think Austra- it was something he, uh, equivalent to a twenty, but no, I, I don't know no, because, if that's USD. No, because the kid said, "Oh, you just wasted a twenty, but if you look." It's a 50. Well, it doesn't even look like any kind of 50 that I've ever seen before. Because it's Australian dollars. Well, I know that. That's what Australia I'm saying. bucks. But that's what I'm saying. I don't know if it's a 20 equivalent. To I, 20 American? Yeah, I don't know. Which wouldn't make any sense because they're in Australia. So, like, why would they make the correlation? But you never know. You never know. It could have just been one of those minor, like, things of, like, the the bill they handed him was a fifty, but it was supposed to be a twenty or whatever it was. Who knows? Here, here's a dollar bill that my five year old colored in yesterday. <laughs> Give that to him. So, so the dude's like, "All right, that's cool." And then, like, his homie comes yeah, out. Yeah, go and, get like, yourself some smokes. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. You know, the guy takes it and shit. <laughs> his homie throws him a pack of smokes, and he's like, "Oh no, no!" So, so the black dude gets up and he's like, "Hey, thanks, man. My name's Ernie." And he's like, "Oh, Robert, whatever." And uh, the the Ernie's homie throws him a pack of smokes and yeah, it comes out of the woodworks, just out of the, the store. Like, Hey, I got you something. <laughs> and, and he jumped and he, and so that's where the kid was like, Oh, what a waste of a 20. Cause he, you know, he just gave him 20 bucks for nothing. And then, uh, you know, uh, they, he get Ernie gets in the truck and they see on the side of the truck, it says like Ernie's drilling company or whatever. And it's like the, the, the girlfriend's like, you probably just gave 20 bucks to, like, the most richest man in Australia or some shit. <laughs> the richest guy in this town or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that part was funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, while this is happening, Ken, Sasha's dad, uh, is recognizing who these people are and is like, oh, yeah, they must be going camping or whatever. Um, and, like, I don't know. That, that was kind of it. Um from there, you know, it's just again some more kind of filler, um, mm-hmm. checking out the the bar or whatever. Um, but we see Bill Mosley and his family like making the drive, going somewhere, and that's when we get to the farm. 
and it's that's where we meet Nathan Jones. Yeah, um, but his name in the movie is uh, Bernie. Bernie. Yeah, which I thought was like, I don't know. Look at the that. name doesn't Look match at that like face, man. Yeah, dude, he's fucking huge, man. Nah, it's okay. It's it's like it's like one of those things where let's say, it, it seems like the, the the bigger the beast, the friendlier the face. Oh, his IMDb picture is like, yeah, like it's the most friendliest picture you'll ever see. <laughs> it's so bizarre, dude. Like I've never met a guy who can wear a flannel shirt at the opening scene and you can still see his traps. I I didn't even. I didn't even know they made clothes that big. You know That's what I mean? Like, good point. And to to another point too, like you actually said he actually did time, right? Uh yeah, so I did a little bit of like digging on him cuz I was like, who is this big motherfucker? And uh he's a WWE wrestler. Um but he is from he's Australia Australian born and raised. Um, and then he did serve some time in an Australian prison. I want to say like, I think it was like years armed robbery or something like that. But here's the thing about this is. All right. Um, okay, here, let me read it from, uh, straight from IMDb. Okay. Before his career as a wrestler, he was sentenced to 16 years in 1987 at the age of 18 to Bogo Road Gowl for eight armed robberies between 85 and 87, two of which occurred in Tasmania. During the robberies, he became one of Australia's most wanted and ended up serving seven years in a maximum security prison. In 94, Jones was given one year work release before being discharged at the age of 25. While in prison, he was introduced to the sport of powerlifting. And that's where like, he is the biggest motherfucker. We're talking. He's got championships, uh, strongman shit. Uh, like it's kind of funny when you when you think about it. We're always we're always born and raised to do the right thing and stuff, and you know don't don't conform to like criminal activity and stuff. It might be an easy way to cash grab, but it's not worth it in the long run, and your life might not mean anything in the end. This guy is a perfect example of who kind of turned that kind of shit around, right? Like, I mean, <laughs> like when you really think about it. Yeah. Uh, he, you know, he tried to do wrestling for a little bit. Um, he had, you know, some, some, you know, um, activity with the WWE as I'm reading through here. He kind of quit that because of the touring schedule. But in 2003, um, he was on the, uh, he was on SmackDown and he was scheduled for a tag team match with uh, The Undertaker against uh, Big Show and some other wrestler named A-Train, which I don't know who that is other than, like, A-Train the from, the, from boys. the boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A-Train. <laughs> Fuck you, A-Train. <laughs> but, um, you know, the uh, WWE. Homelander, yeah, I love dude. you, buddy. <laughs> the WWE at that time felt like he was still a little too green, so they... It didn't work out, and the touring schedule was a little. I don't bit understand how a guy so fucking big could be so great. And you know, dude, well, I didn't like even, you got to uh, know how to like take falls, and like you got to. It's like a whole dog and pony show in the ring. Well, maybe dude. this guy just wouldn't that fall. That was his problem. <laughs> <laughs> like, look, but I mean, like, think like, about like, it: going up against Undertaker and the Big Show. Like, the Big Show is fucking oh, huge big, too. Yeah, you know the what big I mean? Show, yeah, uh, probably. 
God damn. I I know he's not a wrestler, but probably up there in the confines of like Butterbean and shit like that, you know? Nah, Butterbean was like, he was more fat. Well, he was fat, but can you imagine the two guys probably weighed around the same? Well, okay, look at this guy in specific. Nathan Jones is a six foot 11. Uh, he weighs 345 pounds. And this guy is not. Say, say that again. 345 pounds. Okay. Big Show is billed at seven feet. Oof. Uh, seven feet. He's okay. It ranges from seven to seven, seven feet, two inches. So like somewhere in this, we'll just say conservatively seven foot. Okay. And he weighs in uh, anywhere between 383 and 500 pounds. So taller. Right, you'll, and, you'll put taller our boy and, here to sleep. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> but this he, dude, Nathan Jones, needs to like look up just a little bit at Big Show. Just a little bit. Okay, let's compare both guys to the mountain now. Uh, I don't know who that is. Oh, Sorry, people, don't come too hard. Don't come down too hard on my boy here. Uh, no, no, uh, the mountain is is notorious. He's he's the guy from uh, Game of Thrones. He is like mm. the absolute muscle. He I know what you're talking about a god amongst men. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. the guy that crushed Pedro Pedro Pascal's head like a fucking watermelon. I do know what you're talking about the guy. <laughs> Anyways, uh, these are big fucking guys and shit like that. But yeah, this guy is probably and like we meet him on his farm. And what's he doing? He's like he's a, he's farming like like uh, goats. He's like coddling like, like a baby goat, feeding yeah. it with a bottle. It's like what the fuck? <laughs> and the boyfriend Rob, right? He tells he he tells the stepfather he's like, hey, uh, you think he eats them too? Yeah, <laughs> he's all like, yeah, probably. Hell yeah, There's, that's the face right there. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, what does he tell him? You remember that? What, what what does he tell the boyfriend? This is the classic part. Okay, so now, he meets the boyfriend. I'm, I'm right? the uncle, and I'm sorry, I had to say, I'm the uncle of my family. I am not built like this guy, but had I been, I would find this very easy to do. He just walks up to Robert and like shakes his hand, and he's like. Fucking crush skulls with my bare hands. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too, mate. <laughs> Just fucking with you. <laughs> yeah. And when he's all like, I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so do I. Fuck, dude. You big fucker. So from there, we cut to some random farm, right? We see this. And this is, okay, so this is like the first scene where I notice mm. that this scene drags on a little bit too much. There's this guy outside of his uh, farm, um, you know, sitting down, having a drink, looking for his dog. His dog's name is Whiskey, which I thought was pretty dope. Really cool name, right? Yeah. I thought I, that was cool. Yeah. It, it, well, the funny part, I was thinking about that, too. I was like, hey, like, it's a simple name, but it's a good name for a dog. Yeah, I like it. And he's calling out for Whiskey because he noticed that Whiskey hasn't eaten his food or drinking its Come water here, or whatever. And, like, this is where it's, like, he's just, like, standing there calling out for his dog. And that part went on too long for me. Like, okay, I get it. You're calling for your dog. Like, let's let's move on. Um, and he starts hearing some noises. And he starts, you know, seeing some things. And he starts hearing the dog whimper. And it turns out that uh, something was attacking the dog. And there's, like, this little barbed wire fence. And um, 
I, I think like the boar spit like I think it ate part of the fence and then like spit it back out or something. I don't remember how like it happened, but the fence came it, unhinged. It, it, it was all in the dark. Um, it, it's one of those. Uh, I, I I like to consider them like dark introduction scenes to our monster. You know. Yeah, uh, but you kind of want to you see the the idea of what's going on, but you're not going to see the full length of what's yeah going on. The the point that I was trying to make was that um, I think in the boar running away, it like fucked up the fence, and what happened was the farmer's leg gets caught up in the barbed wire, and so like we just were greeted with the scene of just like the barbed wire is just like shredding this dude's leg. Well, he's uh, he's pulling, and as he pulls, like it gets tighter and tighter around, and he's like quicksand. trying. Yeah, he's trying to pull his leg out of it, and it's just like taking layers of flesh, like starting from his jeans down. You know. Yeah. Um, and then the magic happens, right? Because the dude's like crawling away, mm. and as he's trying to like crawl away, this is where we see the boar for the first time. Now it's not like. You know, full on like here's the boar. What well, you like see I is said, like, in the dark, yeah. Kind of like introduction, not right. really too much shown yet. What you see is its lower jaw, and just even in the frame, you can tell that the lower jaw of this boar's mouth is bigger than this whole dude's body. So you're like, not only do you not see the whole boar, uh, which provides a little bit of that mystique. But then you get to see its size via scale. You know, I think I, I'm not I don't I wouldn't go as far as to say they did it on purpose. But I would say that it was it worked out well because the mouth over the body provides that scale. So you can see how fucking big this boar is. Oh, yeah, it's definitely a scale scale type scene and an introduction to our monster. Uh, I mean, other than the actual intro itself. Um you actually kind of see what's going on firsthand and it was dude and it was dope too like i i again i haven't looked but i'm i'm assuming that the boar is kind of like um half the way that they did it i would imagine is like part of it was uh animatronic it looked mechanical yeah no and I then didn't. there was like you know with the full motion parts is like you know computer generated or whatever true and uh uh, they they definitely knew how to kind of splice the two and stuff like that, but I do believe, yeah, the, I I believe just just by watching this film, there might there was a full animatronic. There had to have been, yeah. And so that's a lot that's, of times you saw it standing anyway, right? You know? And that's what we're seeing in this scene. Where like you just see the jaw, so it makes it easy to use the 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 robot, but like its level of detail, like how. Um, juicy all the blood and the flesh is hanging from its teeth broken like, tusks oh dude it was dope uh that thing was it was it was very characteristic uh kudos to those who who designed this creature um good looking creature yeah yeah 100 so uh next day we see ken he's you know calling into blue and he's like hey man like ready to go camping go pick up some beers from my daughter's pub and he's like, all right, for sure, no worries. And then he's we, all, did you call Heath Ledger and what, what his name? What? Jake Gyllenhaal. And they're like, ah, oh, you know, they couldn't come. They're going to Brokeback Mountain. I don't remember that. <laughs> that didn't happen. Oh, I was going to say it could have <laughs> because the Australian accent's so thick that, like, uh, when I was watching it at the house, I had to put the subtitles on because I didn't, 
understand half of the shit that they were you, saying. You know, I actually thought about doing that myself. Uh, and I, I'll confess, I watched this movie twice. I was telling my buddy here, I, I watched it twice. Um, the first time, it was kind of the same thing. I, I just figured it was just kind of like a brainless fucking horror film and shit. But, you know, just to recap, uh, we had a little bit of a, a stretch between episode to episode. So I wanted to kind of re reassess it a little bit and like uh, catch what, what little things I may have not caught the first time. And uh, I definitely kind of liked liked the way it, the, the final outcome was. Um as far as that goes, uh, sorry, I, I feel uh, like there what? was a bigger point that I was trying to make there. We were talking about subtitles versus non-subtitles. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, there we go. So my uh, my <laughs> thought was, do I put subtitles? And I was like, you know what? No. If I really want to understand the Australian, I got to understand the accent. Put yourself like in the environment. I get and, it. And 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 that's you know sometimes. Accents are very deep, and I understand when you need to do that. But it's kind of like, uh, yeah, I, I have another buddy of mine who prefers to watch foreign films in their foreign languages because uh, dubbed versions kind of, uh, and he's right, oh, 100%. They, they, they they totally water it down. Well, look to... at Slugs, the, our last movie we watched, Slugs. Oh, that was got, dubbed in English. And how I got number one perfect that? example that you, I know you can agree with, or I don't know if you've seen it this way or not, but. Other some people call it Akira, but I call it Akira. Right. Okay. Now, when Akira came out, it was like a nineteen eighty something film, uh, first R rated like cartoon, blah blah blah, theatrical, you know, theater wide. Uh, it 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 made made a second run. It made a you know cult classic hit to the point where they actually re put it back in theaters, and when they did, they redubbed it, and it just sounded dumber. Mm. Like it was already dubbed in its own, so I, yeah, I, don't I gotcha, know. I gotcha. Uh, same thing here. You you kind of you're not sure of what the people are saying half the time, but you can kind of take a bite at what what it is. Yeah, I gotcha. So I guess that's where I was going with that. Sorry. So, um, cut to blue. Um, going to Sasha's bar, mm -hmm. picking up some beers, and we get introduced to this little this little barfly who's like asking Sasha about her dad. Ken, he's like, where's he at? You know, I'm. We get the. I think they even call her a cougar. She calls herself a cougar, and she's like, dude, I will break your dad off a piece. Like, where's he at? Hey, Snatch. When the spunky father of yours gonna ask me out on a date? You ask me that same bloody question every week, and I give you the same answer. You're way too much for my old man to handle. She's right. He wouldn't last five minutes with you. Mom, that's way too much information. Yeah, you're right. I need a virile man who can handle a cougar like me. Trying to make sure she wasn't camping out tonight. She's like, shut up, you little whore rat or whatever. And then Blue's in there picking up the beers. And, you know, and again, not a lot of like, um, not a lot going on there. Just the fact that he's picking up the beers and telling S Sasha that, uh, you know, him and his dad or him and her dad are going to be out. So, like. She's like, you know, make sure he doesn't get it, all fucked it, up. It's a good, good plot point and stuff like that. Where it just establishes not, like not, not what's to, gonna happen next. Not to discredit my boy here, there wasn't much of a plot, but there was like bullet points that they had to hit, like uh, little uh, intricacies, intricacies that they had to meet in order to make this a standard uh, narrative kind of yeah. film, right? Yeah. So they cut to the woods now, nighttime. Um, there's this couple in a tent 
uh, that we've never met before. And uh, doing the hanky panky. Well, the, the dude's trying, <laughs> but the chick's like, you know what? Go get me a drink and like maybe I'll give you a quickie. And he's like, okay. So fucking runs out of his tent uh, with, uh, you know, no box or just boxers on. And uh, and then we see in another scene, uh, Blue and Ken are chilling fireside. They're, you know, drinking or whatever. They're, they're camping like real men. Yeah, just beers and fucking sandwiches. Fucking four by four. Fucking, yeah, beer sandwiches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little campfire. And then they take notice to, like, a flame in the distance going, who the fuck is camping over there? Which is uh, the camp where we have our, our little uh, fucktards mm-hmm. trying to get it on. Right, right, right. Which so, is kind of funny that they're like, well, should they be there? It's like, you guys are camping too, man. Like, yeah, that, well, that's what he was saying. That's what Blue was saying. was like, well, we're out here too. Like, who cares? <laughs> But Ken wants to see what's going on, so they they walk. And it was funny because I was like, they establish how far it is. They they establish it's like 100 meters or something like I, that. And I was like, I, is that far? I, I don't know. Meters. I also like how they're arguing about like their drinking and shit like that. Well, the argument just... was, shouldn't we drive? And Ken was like, right. I'm too drunk to drive. And Blue was like, yeah, but you're not too drunk to like put that wheel, rifle wheel over your rifle, shoulder. Sling it over <laughs> your shoulder. And you want to walk an hour? Like, come on. Are you fucking kidding me? So they start walking. We cut back to the tent. Um, Slut girl is like waiting for her boyfriend to come back. And she starts hearing all these noises outside the tent. And non, she, very non-human noises, and she's thinking like, "Hey, is that you? Is that you?" And yeah, you're like, she thinks she's like playing a trick. Like on her. we we clearly hear like fucking like fucking heavy hooves. Fucking right. Like growling and shit. I'm sorry, that's not your boyfriend out there. Yeah. So when she finally opens up the tent, it's this big ass fucking boar, and it runs. It like it puts its head in, and like it just starts going to town on her, not in the good way either. Like it is like just tearing her up, eating like chomping at her legs, chomping at her arms. She's like trying to fight back, and like there's, there's like entire like rain of blood. This is an awesome scene where the boar like she goes to like push it or whatever and with her hand extended and he just like chomps down like past her elbow and shit and you see all this blood go it was it was pretty dope i like that kill scene that that was cool um our old guys they get too tired so they fucking pop a squat and they are chilling for a minute and then you know um they decide to keep going and when they get to the fucking campsite um they they hear the boar they see it the boar's fucking torn up the campsite so they start shooting at it with their rifle um but they can takes one shot he takes one shot and the boar scatters or at least that's what we think so they go and they're checking out the the campsite and they're seeing that there's multiple tents but only two people there so they're doing the math like okay there's other people out here they're looking at the bodies and like the bodies are fucking just tore up dude, dude that only way to describe it to you is uh the bodies are broken and they're like hollowed out they're like shells of look how fucking bodies. broken they are jesus yeah, christ yeah dude yeah oh yeah yeah <laughs> Great fucking effects. I loved it. So Ken's like, all right, there's other people around. I'm going to go look. You stay here. Hold it down. Um, And then the boar comes back. And uh, kind of long story short, it takes out Blue first. Like he's trying to 
um, fight it off. That doesn't work. Ken had already walked off. We get introduced to this other couple who I believe is like the second couple that was with the first one that we just saw get uh, mutilated. And um, they get eaten up too. Um, and then the boar comes back and just starts going to town uh, on the, sorry, I had it backwards. Blue left, Ken stayed. That's right. Yeah. He, w- he went to seek out the other two because they he assumed that two tents, these people were doing some their shenanigans in one, so there got to be a couple out there. Um, he, he's trying to find out, uh, if these people are the only ones or not, you know, he, he IDs one of them. Yeah. He's just kind of like going through their shit, trying to figure out who they were and whatnot. Yeah. Um, quite uh, not typical, uh, behavior of what I would assume like from people like that, that kind of shuffle around these, uh, very rural areas, you know, like he was actually, Ken, uh, was very uh, on point. Like he wanted to make sure that they were safe, which uh, kind of says a lot. You know, I'm I'm coming from uh, the idea of like Wolf Creek and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I feel like you know people you get lost in the outback. I feel like you, people just don't care and shit. Which you know, there's a very high number yearly of people that disappear in the outback, and for these probably very reasons. You know, you got. Uh, creatures of all kinds um, that are just kind of roaming around and you kind of take a risk going out there by yourself, you know? So we cut back to this couple um, and this is where I get confused because this couple is just chilling. The dude hears some noises. He's like trying to check it out. She thinks he's fucking with her because he just told her like a ghost story. Mm-hmm. And then he like he's off looking into the woods. And when he turns around, he sees that the there's boar... a moment of pitch black. There's a moment of pitch black. Everything is quiet. almost thought my video had stopped oh, okay and and then and then all of a sudden like you said what happens when the, the light comes back to the boar has one of his tusks like from the back of her head mm-hmm. in through and out of her mouth straight and so it's throat. just like picking her up mm, yeah. and and so you know it starts like tossing her around kind of like a like gators fucking dude, you know? ragdoll dude yeah, yeah, she yeah, was yeah, a yeah. fucking ragdoll but here's the thing, right? So, like, he 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 presumably kills her, and then he goes after the fat guy, and then fucking Ken shows up because he hears all the kerfuffle, comes over, and he finds the girl alive. 
and like she just got like he she, says, "Are you all right?" He's like, oh, "No, you're not." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, he, after he looked at, it, he's like, "Oh yeah, no, you're not." But she has like Joker mouth, right? Because the tusk came through her mouth, but mm, like ripped that shit tusk, right open, dude. As thick as that tusk was, like if it came through the back of her head and through her mouth, you have a fucking hole in the back. You're dead. You are fucking dead. How is she still alive? Like that's that's the only like inconsistent part really that I saw where I was just like, you just showed me that she was fucking dead or at least should be but yeah she's still alive like it didn't make sense to me but it made for a good like you know gruesome kind of uh gore scene because ken rolls up and finds him like you know i'll just like well his his plan was to distract the boar he knew the boar was still around and he wanted to distract the he wanted to distract the boar so that it would leave the premises so that he can get her safety that was the ultimate plan, right? He, but he you went, understand what I'm saying, right? Like she should be dead. The way oh, oh that no, tusk went I, through oh, her okay. head. Okay, I thought you were going. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he thought she was dead, and he's just letting her know she'll be all right. I mean, like I said, the guy's very caring. He he even wraps his own fucking jacket around her and stuff to keep her warm, and you know he tries whatever he can to protect her. Yeah, but you know how that shit goes. It wasn't good enough. And he tried to run, and the boar got him. And so now that motherfucker's dead, too. Sure is. And we go back to the family. Yeah, next day, we're back at, um, you know. Bill Mosley's family. Yep, back on the farm, eating breakfast, getting ready to go out. They're talking shit to Bill Mosley because he doesn't understand Australian lingo. Um, which I thought was uh, racist. Yeah, they were talking about the truck that he was planning on taking out, the Troopy. The Troopy, yeah. And they're all laughing when, uh, like, when what's Bill Mosley goes like, what's the Troopy? The <laughs> uh, Troopy is what we were driving yesterday. I <laughs> guess I felt offended for him because I was also like, what's the Troopy? And he said the same thing, and then yeah. they laughed at him. I was like, eh, fuck you guys. <laughs> Doesn't the douchebag boyfriend sound like Chris Hemsworth a little bit? Okay, so I want to I want to make this call out before I forget. <laughs> Okay. Bill Mosley in this movie reminds me of Will Forte. Do you know who Will Forte is? I know the name. Will Forte, um, Last Man on Earth. MacGruber? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He looks and sounds like Will Forte in this movie for some reason. Which is not a good thing about about uh, Bill Mosley. He, he, he's a very expansive kind of guy right he can play a good guy bad guy yeah true it's just like he kind of fits right in no matter what he does yeah yeah. robert um the boyfriend reminded me of uh he looks like ryan gosling with the voice of fucking chris hemsworth no i got um (laughs) dawson's creek vibes james vanderbeek is who i thought of no shit yeah I don't know. Like, look at him. He just looks like James Vanderbeek. I get reason. it. Yeah, I yeah. can see it. <laughs> All right. So they're, you know, talking about going out or whatever. Um, oh, see, that's that part that I told you. He put his hands on his shoulders. Oh, uh, let me see. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Did I go too far? I can't recall. Yeah, oh, there it is. There it is. Hold on. Oh, he put it around his throat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you need to tone down a little bit. You know, he does that thing where people like grab you like by the shoulders. You need to fucking yeah. release something. <laughs> but you see this guy, he's a fucking giant and shit. You, you imagine. Yeah, he's putting a little aggression in those like grabs, but like you're probably like, oh, this fucking hurts. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> Just fucking stop. You're a monster. So uh, cut to Sasha's bar again. And mm -hmm. she's a little worried because dad didn't come home last night and she's servicing the patrons and some guy fucking slaps her on her ass. And so she, you know, um, was like, dude, what the fuck? So she ends up like punching the dude out. And before he can get up and like retaliate or anything, um, Bernie comes in, just fucking picks him up, face slams him right into the table and then just like picks him up and throws him outside the bar. And, like, this guy just looks like a teddy bear in this dude's arms because he's so fucking huge. Yeah, like a man. little kid. Like, he just replaced a little kid. Like, hey, kid, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> anyway, so Bernie Bernie tells Sasha that, uh, you know, they're going to go um, to the same kind of the same area where her dad was. And she was like, hey, my dad never came home last night. Like, if you see him out there, can you tell him to call me because I'm a little worried or whatever? And he's like, yeah, yeah, no worries. Um. So they're loading up with supplies. They take off. They're at the lake, which is like the most greenest water I've ever seen. I didn't know if like. I, I was looking at that earlier when I was watching. It. I was like, uh, well, you know, uh, different things popped in my head. For one, okay, if you're in the outback, you probably don't get a lot of bodies of water everywhere, right? So Australia maybe... is an island. What are you talking about? <laughs> Okay, but they're not on the coast. We're talking about the inward parts and shit. The innards? The innards. And I don't know if you've seen how fucking big Australia is on the map. According to the world map, it's pretty fucking big. And it trips me out because I, I, okay, for example, I used to have a map of the earth. Uh, what you would see of the earth uh, you, you know one of those like long stretched out like world maps and shit where you can see the whole fucking thing, right? World map. Right. Oh, sorry, it's one that's of those. World Star. <laughs> world Star. Uh and and it's a map of the world at night. So it, it shows like all the major cities and stuff. You see all the little light splotches of where everything you see Australia and like there's a little tidbit, it's a very small area that's lit up. And then the rest of it's just dark. Well, they don't want you to see what they're doing. <laughs> One would say. But that's well, what I they mean, say. I'll... The outback is so mysterious and uninhabited that, you know, anything can happen. I'm going to go off a side tangent real quick just because um, it's worth mentioning and I don't want to forget. There's these two brothers from... Do you ever... Did you ever used to watch those... Um, Ronald McDonald videos on YouTube, but it was like horrified Ronald McDonald. No. Okay. After the show, I'll show you a couple. Okay. But they, um, they, they, their production company or whatever, their channel, their YouTube channel is Raka Raka. Mm. And their videos are violent and they're aggressive, <laughs> but they're fucking awesome. And I think they even got like banned on YouTube for a little while. But I mean, they're, they're these filmmakers who've been making movies since they were kids, dude. Kids. Kids. And now they have their first full length feature film coming out 
um, in June. It's being uh, distributed by A24. They bought the rights to it at Sundance. And they're they're phrasing it as like the scariest movie that A24 has ever put out. Okay. But they're Australian. So like it's just on my mind that like good stuff comes from Australia. <laughs> Sorry, that was my that was my my tangent. My my left turn. I'll 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 bring it back. Okay. <laughs> so we'll go back to the green waters that we were talking about. So they're at the lake, and then Bernie's like, "Hey, look, why don't you guys stay here for a minute? I'm gonna be back. I gotta go check out. You know, see, I gotta go see look about for... Ken and Blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're like, him. okay, no worries. As he promised the bartender, which is uh, Ken's daughter. So he's driving down the road or fields or whatever. I don't think there was a road. Yeah, I was gonna say there's no road. And he's bumping Ice Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice, which is hilarious to me because as soon as I started hearing it, I started singing along with it, and so was he. And I was like, Yeah, dude. All right, stop. Collaborate and listen. Yeah. Ice is back with a whole new mission. The guy's going down, man. He's, dude. So he's fucking, he's driving in the outback and shit like that, looking for these guys, singing along and shit like that. And without warning, our, our buddy the board just comes fucking rampaging into his car, fucking flipping mm-hmm. it com- mm-hmm. completely mm-hmm. the fuck over. Uh, now Bill Mosley hears this from where they're at and he's like, Did you hear that? And fucking Dawson's Creek is like or the the daughter's like, No, I didn't hear anything and Dawson's Creek is like Come on, you didn't hear it? Not hear that. Sound like an explosion. I was like, This motherfucker needs a ass whooping, dude. But then again, it's Australia, so I don't know. I mean, you know, the whole country is uh you know, founded on uh it was a it was a prison island. Which is how it kind of became a place. Like, I don't know if you know that, but like it was a, like they would ship prisoners to Australia as like that was like prison island. And then people just stayed there and started living there and creating families and shit. And a place of certi- my, yeah, certified yeah, yeah. man cards. So, like, so yeah, so exactly, exactly. So I don't I mean, know if that's Crocodile just like Dundee came from the Australia. Vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Uh, there's a part that where man's I, a national treasure. There's a part. Uh, <laughs> there's a part in this movie where I thought about Crocodile Dundee. Dude, where was he? Yeah, exactly. Where was he? I'll doing get there this? in a second. All right. So, anyways, <laughs> Bill Mosley decides to go check it out, mm. whatever that sound was, and he takes Robert with him, who's now going by Robbie because Bernie called him Robbie, and, yeah, and, and yeah, Robbie yeah, was like, Bernie's, "No, it's Robert." Yeah, Robert. Robert tried to correct. Yeah, him. He's, all he's like, like, "No, no it, it's Robbie." It, it, He's all, he's all, it's Robert. He's all, no, it's Robbie. And, and Bill Mosley was like, yeah. best let him call you Robbie. Yeah, you're now <laughs> Robbie for all eternity. Sorry. <laughs> so they go venturing out, and um, Bernie's like loading up his rifle. He's like, he sees the boar. He's yeah, like, he, he's gotten away from the crash. He got away from the crash. He, he kicked himself out, and he's loading up his gun. He's readying him for combat. Yeah, so now he's like trying to fight the boar. Um, Bill Mosley and Dawson's Creek, um, they're, you know, they're still walking. Having a heart to heart while they're walking. Dawson's Creek. Again, I thought that was like unnecessary. 
you know, well, uh, considering the circumstances, there, there's this, this plays a, a, a kind of role. Okay, so Dawson Creek uh, tells Bill Mosley uh, that uh, he's going to marry, you know, his stepdaughter and stuff, right? Hey, he's not asking permission. He's just saying, "Hey, I'm I'm marrying her." Uh, Bill Mosley says, "Well, you know, like I, I'll tell you, I I've raised that child since she was young. I understand you're kind of jumping into things and stuff, but you know, if you have your heart set on it, then that's good. But if you hurt her, I'm going to hurt you too." And we already see that it set something off in Robbie. He was, we're gonna call him Robbie or Dawson's Creek. Yeah, right, uh, right. you know, fucking. You know, to the point where he didn't like what he had to say. The guy's yeah. just being protected. No yeah, big deal. It is what it is. So we cut back to the bar, and you know, Sasha still talking about how, you know, she's still a little bit worried or whatever. And then that's when somebody starts bringing up the idea of this and wild Eddie's boar. there too. Yeah, Eddie's there. And uh, no, Ernie, Ernie, Ernie. Ernie sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, Ernie. Ernie from earlier that took the twenty when he didn't really need it. <laughs> yeah. So somebody brought up the idea of this boar, um, and then this old man starts telling stories about how he saw the boar and how it was like eating this like little like girl child or whatever. There's always some drunk old guy that's seen it, right? And nobody believed him because he was probably drunk at the time because he's always drunk or whatever. But like he's a hundred percent accurate because we've seen the fucking things and we know he's telling the truth. But nobody believes him, and uh, nonetheless, and so you know, Sasha keeps getting worried. Um, so she asks Ernie to, you know, tend the bar while she's gone. She's going to drive out there and check on them. She's thinking maybe they like broke down. Yeah, they don't she's going to take a three hour trip out there and stuff to go yeah. check them out. Because he's not answering his mobile. Mobile, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then the old, old guy, as he was telling him about the boar, he's like, I wish I had one of those camera oh, phones. Yeah. I'd take a picture of yeah. it so you guys would believe me. But but I don't have a phone. <laughs> but I don't have a <laughs> yeah, phone. That's exactly how he said it. <laughs> Okay, so she takes off. Um, she takes off, and we cut back to uh, Bill Mosley and Robbie, and they are face to face with this huge ass fucking boar, dude. Broad and, daylight, and we can is, see every dimension of it. It's actually a good scene because it's it's like we're not hiding this thing anymore, right? And and, and Bill Mosley in typical white male American fashion is like, hey, look at that. Let's go like see it. It's like, dude, get the fuck out of there. Okay. And 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 I, I see I you and I are smart enough to know that. But I do I, I do factor in this, and this was a question I had in my head. Well, I was like, well, he probably thinks that this is like a normal size board, right? Like he doesn't see him too that, often. Yeah, yeah, okay. So he's not scared traditionally. He's just like, oh, shit, it's a wild animal. But Robbie pulls a dick fucking move and pushes Bill Mosley towards the boar. Pushes him down to the ground, yeah, and fucking runs. bails the other way. And when Bill Mosley gets up yelling at Robbie like, what the fuck? He has no idea that the boar is running up on him and just comes up and fucking grabs him by the head and starts Dude. ragdolling him. Tossing him around until he finally just fucking bites the head right off of Bill Mosley's body. Dude. It wild, was... wild sequence right there. Like I actually I loved the cinematics at that moment when you saw him turn around and the, the beast was right there. Like, that oh, part shit. was dope. That part was dope because I feel like um 
it wasn't like the the computer graphics weren't that bad but then like actually watching the boar you know toss him around and bite the head off like the the animation wasn't all that great so it kind of took away from the scene for me but okay. like i don't know i i think like your average watcher who's not looking at details like that the way that i am would not bat an eye at it and be like, dude, that was fucking awesome. And it was. It was. Yeah, it was it was a good delivery. Um, Bernie sees what's happening, he starts shooting at it, you know, trying to like save him, but it's too late. That head already popped off. Fucking Robbie makes it back to the girls and um the girl's brother, and he's explaining to them what happened. And so, um, you know, as they're talking about it, the fucking board just comes out of nowhere. And just like picks him, like it's running towards the group and it just swoops him up in its mouth and just kept fucking running, dude. And I was like, how did nobody see this thing coming? That thing is fucking huge, dude. It reminded me of the Triceratops in uh, uh, Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. Yeah, in the first oh, yeah. one. I was, there's very limited movies at Triceratops. The sick one, I think it was a Triceratops where it was all sick, but it was like had that big pile of shit. And Jeff Goldblum was like, there's one big pile of shit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like that size. Like, so how do you not hear it or see it coming? But they didn't. And he got fucking swooped up and just taken away. And that's, that's, you know, uh, the rap on Robbie. We never see him again. But Bernie shows up, grabs him. He's like, hey, let's get the fuck out of here. Um, You know, the teenager who's the, the young 20s. Girl who's pining over her new her her boyfriend just got taken by this right, thing. Right. He just grabs her like a fucking five year old, fucking <laughs> yeah. slings her over his shoulder. He's just fucking running with her. So we fade to nighttime. They're still walking, so it's made known to us that you know they've been walking for a little bit, and uh, you know they're still trying to just like get the fuck out of wherever they're at. I think at one point in the pub. Sasha was like, I'm going to go look for them. And I think Ernie was like, that property is like, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. And if we have to, we can go back and listen to the tape. But I think he said it was 200 million acres or 2 million acres. I think it was 2 million. And either way, 2 million acres seems like a hell of a lot of acres to me. That's what I'm saying. Like this is, this is a very sparse, like fucking. Just to be one man's property. I it's probably owned. I, I don't know how it works, but it's probably owned by multiple people. Like, dude, that's insane. Uh, like, it's, uh, well, property value. I don't know, man. No, I got you. Yeah, I got yeah. you. I I don't even know if anyone really owns. it, To be honest with you, like, <laughs> this, this shit's like fucking the rural rurals, you know. So, um. Bernie's still walking um, with the mom, which is his sister, and the daughter and the son. And out of nowhere, the fucking boar comes back and starts attacking them. And um, it grabs the daughter. They're trying to, like, hold on to her, but it drags her into the woods. No, that's or... that's the that's that's the little brother. Oh, my bad. Yeah, the little brother's yeah, got right. longer you're hair right, and right, stuff. Right. You can so, see yeah, how I'd yeah. make that uh... <laughs> He was a little wimpy boy, so we can call him a girl. (laughs) (laughs) So they couldn't save him. They bone out. Without hesitation, Um, Bernie just said, fuck it, let's go. (laughs) 
yeah. like grabs both of them. Yeah. You know, the daughter, the mom. They make it to like a shed um, where they like go inside and they hunker down for a minute, you know, and the, they're like catching their breath. And the mom's like, how could you not save my son or whatever? It's like, bitch, did you see the size of that fucking <laughs> boar? She's you're lucky you're, you're so much bigger. You're lucky you're all alive. Yeah. Fuck. And dude, she's slapping the fuck out of her brother and shit. And this guy. Yeah, he, yeah, he's yeah. such a monster. And he's like, ah, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> like these are like nothing. These are nothing taps to him. Like, stop tickling me, <laughs> right? <laughs> anyway, so they're you know they're gathering their thoughts. They're like, what are we gonna do? Um, he was like, you know, we gotta like uh, kill it. And I think they were talking about shooting it, but there were no guns. Um, he had a lighter, but that was it. No, he had a big fucking knife he pulled out of his Jeep, too. So, okay, so keep going, right? Um, they're chilling inside the barn or this shed. So they finally get up and decide to do something. They open the door to the shed, and there's the fucking boar just right at the door. Ready? And so Bernie's like, fuck it. And he grabs the knife and he starts hacking away at this fucking boar's face, like stabbing it in the jugular and shit. And all I could think to myself was, that's not a knife. No? You want to finish? <laughs> this is a knife. This is a knife. <laughs> Sorry, I thought yeah. I was gonna land a, bit, it, a little it, bit better. It's like it, it's like the the birth child of Rambo's knife and uh, Crocodile Dundee's knife. Well, here, here's the thing: the new generation. As we said earlier, it could just look like a small knife in his hands because he's so fucking big. It's the water bottle in Shaq's hands all over again. So maybe this thing's like a full-on machete. Oh, it's, it was a and big fucking knife. And we just can't knife. tell because I, he's I so him, fucking yeah. huge. I saw him pull it out. It was a huge fucking knife. But yeah, the way he's slinging it around, it's like a dagger. <laughs> yeah, know, 100%, 100%. 100%. So he's going toe-to-toe with this fucking boar, right? And I was like, dude, is this guy going to be like the Jedediah Springfield of Australia where he's just going to like kill this thing with his bare hands? Okay, that's my second Simpsons reference. So, Daryl, that's for you. And, you, and the boar ends up like cutting this dude's stomach, not like all the way open, but like there's a good like flap of like abdomen that's open and he gets up and he's still fighting this boar. And all I could think to myself was like, are your guts not going to spill out? Because like, I don't know how you could fight if all your guts spill out. And there's a couple times where like he's like holding his stomach. You can see him like push it back in or whatever and i was like okay good they thought about the same thing like don't let your guts spill out but i guess it wasn't that uh deep or whatever it was just more uh kind of like loose flap skin it was of. a flesh wound <laughs> <laughs> stupid <laughs> okay so he's fighting the shit out of this uh boar he finally like picks up a shovel and runs at it like trying to like he's he's fucked up the boar. You can tell. Like he's been like stabbing it in the throat and shit. And like this this boar is so fucking thick that like it's understandable that like the boar is still standing. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It takes more than that to take down this motherfucker. The boar gets him back on the floor, puts his hoof on him, like, you know, like, I got you, bitch. And then, like, we cut to uh, the mom and the daughter again, and they're walking through the woods. So we don't really see what happens with Bernie. Um, but the girls end up getting, like, tired, and they're like, you know what? Maybe if we sit down and, like, start a fire because we have the lighter... Um, you know, the fire might keep us protected. I, th- I think the daughter was like, I think I heard on some documentary that like pigs don't like fire. So like, maybe that'll keep us safe. And so they start, you know, a couple fires around them or whatever. They, you know, uh, wrap some cloth around some sticks and they're making torches. And sure enough, you know, it's not uh, long after until the boar fucking shows up and they're trying to like fight it off um with the torches but like i don't know i take it at this point like the boar is like kind of out of breath a little bit because it just got like fucked up but still like it's got some umph in it you know oh yeah and so um the daughter's like you know getting attacked by the boar she goes to like kick it in the face and her foot just ends up going in the boar's mouth which i thought was like how convenient man you're just like you're just feeding yourself to this thing but out of nowhere, what happens? Out of nowhere, we see some headlights and a four by four truck comes rolling in and just fucking broadsides the the boar. Again, you know, I understand, you know, this movie's just supposed to be fun and like gory or whatever, but like popcorn film. This truck shouldn't have damaged that boar the way that it did. I feel like I don't know. Well, I that true, thick, true, dude. true, but uh, kind of uh, accommodating your earlier aspects. It's probably already wounded and shit like that. You know, it's taken a few blows and stuff. Yeah, true. Um, it's it's been weakened, broken down a little bit. So, especially if a truck kind of came out of no, nowhere and broadsided it, probably wasn't expecting it. So, yeah, it got stunned. It got pushed to the side. Uh, it's kind of. It's kind of shaking itself off, you know, like it's trying to get back up. Um, The driver of the truck happens to be your girl, Sasha. 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 The bar bar person. Um, And uh, she actually gives uh, the mom her rifle. No, it was a shotgun. The shotgun, yeah. I'm sorry. It was a shotgun um, to, I guess, like... I could shoot it, but here, have your revenge. I guess. I, uh, I didn't understand why she ended it off either. I Yeah, I would have just been busting. Just, bah, 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 yeah. just bust out. Like, yeah. But uh, maybe she had a purpose. Uh, she let the woman have at it and take a couple pop shots at it and boom, knocked it to the ground, right? And uh, now they're talking. They're... Uh, they're, you know, they're they're trying to get back into the truck and get get the fuck out of there. Get the fuck out. But before they do, Bernie ends up running up on the truck with the son. He, yeah. He, or his nephew. Well, which after he found the shit that somewhere. he took from his sister, he was like, I better go back and find him. <laughs> and who God knows like where he was. Yeah, you know what that, I mean? that like, was another no weird thing. It's like, okay, let me just trek what two miles down and shit. Maybe I'll find him. Dude, speaking of which pretty wide range. Again, uh tangent number two. So um there's this other podcast that I follow. Um ah, shit. 
they're gonna get mad at me for getting it wrong uh zg podcast girls there's oh fuck what's it called hold on zg podcasts zombie girls podcasts okay they are the ones that did uh blood diner like right before we were about to do it but they posted something on instagram the other day which was like uh what's the worst horror movie you've ever seen and so i went into the comments and i was wa- looking at what people were listing and there was some you know some randos in there but like somebody said things killing and i was like dude things killing is great you should check out our our episode on spotify for things killing and i sent them the link and then one person said things and I was we like, covered Dude. That one too. <laughs> so I commented to him. I was like, Hey man, you gotta be like the only other person that I know of who knows of things. I was like, that movie's so great in like all the worst ways. I was like, hey, if you're interested, um, you know, we, we did a podcast episode on it. Here's the link to our YouTube channel. And then he ended up messaging me, um, directly. And he was like, Dude, he's like that movie. He's like, it's the only movie I know where like, they have they managed to like fuck up the indoor audio, but they mastered the outdoor audio. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I said that and I rebutted with like, dude, that movie, the the whole like of all the things in that movie, the disappearing friend who like vanishes into like an alternate dimension that we never see for like a majority of the film, who just shows right back up at the end with no explanation. And that's what this reminded me of. Like, where the fuck did this kid come from? Like, we just saw him get, like, carried away. And then, like, all of a sudden he found, like, Bernie found him with no explanation. Like, no explanation. Whatever. So here Bernie shows up with the son, bringing him back to his family. They all jump into the truck. And it's a happily ever after. Except for one thing. What's that one thing? The car pulls off. And in the frame, in the scene, as the car is leaving, I don't know, stage left, mm-hmm. yeah. we see the boar entering stage right. And you're like, it's not dead. It's not dead. Go there were, figure. There were some inclinations about a sequel, um, but it's probably kind of early. I mean, 2017 wasn't too long ago. I think it got scrapped because... Um, I think there was something with Nathan Jones where, like, he didn't, I I don't know. I'm not going to do it justice. So I won't even pretend. But, like, here, let me find it real fast. Yeah, so Nathan Jones had a falling out with the director, Chris Sun, um, after the film's release, making any plans for Nathan Jones to appear in the proposed sequel for Boar and Charlie's Farm, highly unlikely. Charlie's Farm is something they refer to in the movie. I don't know if that's... um. Uh, there here. There's a quote here at the at the breakfast scene at the farm. Robbie um says, "I've seen Charlie's farm." Bernie played Charlie in Charlie's farm, and the farm is the same location as Charlie's family's farm. Uh, so I don't I don't know what that is, but if there was a sequel that is to be made, or if there is a sequel that is to be made, Nathan Jones doesn't sound like he's going to be in it because it's a falling out with the director, which. I mean, whatever it's kind of a shame uh because uh ultimately uh this is one of those uh 
very uh, um, rare cases where you actually had uh, not not only a very strong villain, but you had a very strong um, uh, good guy, I guess. Uh, you know, a protagonist, right? Uh, big, meaty, beefy dude, which you would assume would be a good match for a large, strong bull or boar. I almost said bull, mm. but um, man, there you have it. Yeah, that was uh, boar, two thousand seventeen. I like in it. In a nutshell, it was good. Wasn't a bad pick. I'm glad we did it. Yeah, fell right into place. Yeah, I think uh, that's it. I'm excited for next week for sure. Uh, meeting with uh, our first interview with a real life movie director. Um, that's going to be fun. And then um, I, again, I was talking with Kevin from uh, midnight horror podcast. So they do what we do except with modern shit. So we're, you know, I was telling him about the low budgets horror stuff. And he was like, dude, he's like, you know, that's something that like I've been coming around on a little bit more. So you know, we've been talking a little bit about maybe doing something together. So that might be something in the works. Um, Absolutely. If they want, they want to, you know, what we, we, we should collaborate and stuff like that. And if they want to get their minds blown, I'm pretty sure I can find a good title of a good film that we could watch that we can all perfectly enjoy. Yeah, yeah. There's plenty out there. All right, dude. Um, until the next one. Till the next one. Yeah, man. Mutant City Horror. Find us on Instagram at Mutant City Horror. Uh, the show's on Spotify, or you can always just email us directly at um, mutantcityhorror at gmail.com. Absolutely. And remember, if you're going to go wandering in those outbacks, make sure to take it to our guide, preferably Paul Hogan, because he knows what's up. Because he's got a knife. <laughs> Very big knife. All right, man. Later. Later.